it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, welcome to Pacific Down and Distance, our summary of week 15. Now, a reminder, this show is a collaboration between Outside Centre Enterprises and the Sports Social Podcast Network. I strongly encourage you to go on and have a look at the show notes and go and check out Sports Social because uh, they have a significant array of sporting podcasts from other sports. And as you will be well aware, it's been a big 24 hours in the world of sports. So you'll certainly be able to get your World Cup uh, football fix from there as well. Now, uh, just a reminder with this show, we go through the Sunday games every week uh, from the NFL, but today we'll throw in right at the end uh, the three matches that were played on Saturday. We'll have a quick synopsis of them for you as well. So stick around until the end if you uh, want to know how those matches played out. Uh, it's been a big day, but it's hard to start anywhere other than the West Coast. So four games in total. Uh, looked like going to extra time. Two went to uh, extra time in the early window. We will definitely get to those matches. The two that didn't, one was played in Las Vegas between the Patriots and the Raiders, and the other was played in Los Angeles between the Chargers and the Titans. Had unbelievable finishes uh, that have just finished in real time. So we'll start there. Uh, we will start in New, sorry, in Las Vegas, uh, where the Patriots played. Look, unbelievable uh, match and unbelievable finish. Uh, I th- I, I've just never seen a play like it. So we have to start there. The final score was a win to the Raiders, 30 points to 24. It happened with a walk-off touchdown, but uh, look, I don't even know how to describe this. It was a walk-off touchdown on defense, not offense. Uh, the Raiders were behind until 30 seconds to go. They were trailing 24-17. They were able to get a touchdown themselves uh, to haul it back level uh, and, uh, and use up as much clock as they could. The Patriots had a little bit of time to work their way down the ground, but in the end, they had one snap with three seconds to go uh, around midfield and uh, play, went with a running play just to uh, try and drain the clock. The runner, Ramondre Stevenson, ran up the middle and actually beat a defender, which obviously increased his confidence in, uh, in making something of the play. He did a cheeky little backhander, uh, that you would probably call uh, in well in the US they call it a lateral. Uh, it's gone it's gone backwards, so that's that's the reason they call it a lateral. Uh, but it looked more like a sort of a rugby union or rugby league offload, if you like, uh, to to Jacoby Myers, who was 
out on the sideline, and he decides to go further back, and he actually tosses it back to his quarterback, Mac Jones. We're not clear if he did that because he thought Mac Jones might be able to make something happen downfield, or perhaps he thought they were actually behind and needed to uh, needed to keep the ball moving. They didn't. The score was level, and unfortunately, the ball never made it back to Mac Jones because Chandler Jones, who plays for the Raiders now, but had originally played for the New England Patriots, intercepted it. He then ran into Mac Jones, pushed him over with a stiff arm, ran rough shot over him, and all the way in for a defensive touchdown, ending the game. The, pl- the clock had already expired, so th- that was always going to be the final play of the match. And the Raiders, who were down 17 to 24 with 30 seconds, maybe 32 seconds to go, ended up winning the match 30-24. Unbelievable finish. No one has seen anything like it. And uh, I hope I've described it, uh, done it justice there. Just on the game itself... Uh, Ramondre Stevenson had been the star of the show for the Patriots. He ran 172 yards, uh, rushed 172 rather, with a touchdown to boot. Uh, Mac Jones had a quiet day for the uh, for the pa- Patriots. He threw 13 from 31, 112 yards, no touchdowns, no intercepts. Uh, but uh, the Raiders, uh, who are the team who would have been on death row if they'd lost this. Derek Carr, 231 yards and three touchdowns with an intercept. And Josh Jacobs was their rushing leader for the day. Uh, they'll be mightily relieved to uh, to jag a close one, having been put out on so many close ones throughout the season, effectively killing their playoff chances, although I should stress they're still alive. Now, basically, simultaneously to that match, just, across the, uh, just down the highway in LA, the Chargers were playing the Titans. And inside the two-minute warning, the Titans had the ball and were trailing 7-14. to uh, Were able to force themselves all the way down to the one-yard line uh, with plenty of plenty of uh, downs to go, snaps to go uh, up, their, up their sleeve. And Derrick Henry with the ball, able to punch the ball in for a touchdown to force the, uh, force the tie or force it to 13-14. Uh, they also drained all the Chargers' timeouts while they were down there, which was uh, of benefit to them. The Chargers had 50 seconds, but no charge, uh, no sorry, no timeouts left. Uh, Mike Vrabel had a choice whether or not to go with a extra point attempt, or to go for a two pointer and end potentially end the match. And uh, you know he had Derek Henry on his side, so there was an argument for it. However, he did go for the the uh, the, the PAT, which Randy Bullock hit through. But all that meant was that uh, the worst case scenario for the Chargers was a, as a tie. And so with their 50 seconds, they managed to work the ball upfield to unbelievable throws from Justin Herbert. The second one, finding Mike Williams on the sideline. Uh, they had a couple of uh, couple of questionable decisions about what to do once they were sort of 20 yards out with, with time, uh, you know, under 10 seconds to go. But they eventually got their kicker out there, Dicker the kicker, who put it through and ensured that they, not quite a walk-off. The, the Titans got one snap, but... Uh, the uh, Chargers went through 17 to 14, and that causes all kinds of havoc for Tennessee because, as we'll get to in a moment, they've got competition in their own division, and it keeps the Chargers well and truly in the uh, the race for the wild card bursts on the AFC side of, of the ledger. And before we leave this West Coast madness, I'll just let you know who the uh, four teams involved there are playing next week. So Vegas, the Raiders, they host Pittsburgh. That's on, uh, I think, Christmas Eve as a uh, special standalone match to celebrate a uh, the immaculate reception from 50 years ago almost to the day. New England, they host Cincinnati. 
The Chargers go to Indianapolis. Uh, that, I believe, is on Monday Night Football next week. And Tennessee host Houston. Okay, to the two overtime matches of the day. They were both in the early slate. The first occurred down in Jacksonville, Florida, where Dallas Cowboys were in town. This match a, uh, used the Fox number one team, which is probably fairly unusual to be for them to be in Jacksonville. This game was absolutely worthy of the occasion, though. Uh, the, the, the Cowboys led most of the match. They were 21-7 up at halftime. The, uh, the, the, sorry, the Jaguars came right back into it, uh, being 27-24 at, uh, uh, with a quarter to go, and then uh, just doing enough to force ex- injury, uh, sorry, extra time. Been watching too much World Cup football there. And uh, in extra time, the uh, the uh, an absolutely stunning play uh, by the, the Jags defense when Dak Prescott threw uh, a, a ball forward to one of his receivers. Uh, they couldn't take it. It spilled up and then back down towards the ground, but... The uh, reset, the uh, defender for the uh, for the Jags was able to uh, catch the ball and run it in for a uh, for an absolutely stunning six pointer. Rayshon Jenkins it was a brilliant play, definitely worth checking out. And that was it. The match was over. And as you can imagine, uh, Duval, where they play, went absolutely bonkers. Uh, it does uh, make things very interesting now for for the Jags. They're back to uh, only a game behind at the Tennessee Titans in the AFC South, and they have the tiebreaker over the Titans at this point, and still have a game against them to come. So that's very interesting. Dallas were probably going to struggle to overhaul Philly, so the loss may not be that costly, especially as it's out of conference. Uh, but they uh, they they now are look locked and loaded for the fifth seed, uh, which is the uh, will get them an away trip to the weakest of the NFC teams, being the winner of the a- a- NFC South. Now next week they do play Philly on Christmas Eve. That'll be a huge huge match, uh, an absolute must win if they harbour any hopes of overhauling Philly. And as for Jacksonville, well, they are going to be on Thursday Night Football against the New York Jets, so two emerging teams. That'll be a, a big one. The other uh, surprisingly sneaky overtime game of the day was between Houston and Kansas City. Now, uh, in the end, the Chiefs did get the win. They'll be mightily relieved. Uh, there were parts of the day where they were not uh, definitely not the better team. They were behind at uh, all three interchanges, all three changes of events. And it was only when they came back hard in the last and were able to chip away. It was in what was a close game. I will say this, though. Patrick Mahomes, 336 yards and two touchdowns. Um, for the for the uh, Texans, they had three different players uh, throw, throw uh, passes out of, uh, behind, under centre. Although you wouldn't really count Philip Dorsett's as a solitary snap. But uh, Davis Mills threw two touchdowns. Uh, he was the, the main uh, attacking uh, player for them. Uh, they were very unlucky not to win. They've had a few close matches since uh, since their season basically became a write-off, uh, nearly beating Dallas last week as well. And uh, in this one, it was only a uh, intercept on Mills uh, in overtime uh, in, in basically the first set of downs, uh, which gave uh, Kansas City very short field to work with. And they were able to run that ball in uh, very quickly. So, yeah, it was a bit of a... Jarek McKinnon was the, the one with that uh, pivotal play. And, yeah, Kansas City will be just as relieved as Dallas were last week. As for next week, uh, the uh, the Chiefs host Seattle. That will be a big game, yeah, featuring two of the loudest teams in the league. And Houston go to Tennessee, like we just mentioned.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we'll give a bit of love to some of the other big games around the NFL today. Detroit at New York Jets. Big, uh, big game between two up-and-coming teams out of conference, but no doubt uh, the wins were going to be pivotal as both these teams are in the playoff hunt for wild cards. So Detroit ended up winning the game 20-17. to 17. Uh, The obvious uh, assumption here is that, uh, that Zach Wilson, who was back in the team after uh, Mike White's injury, that Zach Wilson might have been the reason for their uh, demise. But that uh, certainly, from to my eye, wasn't the case. Uh, he, he was one of the actual uh, passing leaders from around the entire league today. So you couldn't put it just on him. He had 317 passing yards, 18, uh, 18 completions, two touchdowns. There was an intercept uh, in there, but uh, he certainly found his players. Garrett Wilson, 98 uh, yards. Jeff Smith, 77. Elijah Moore, 51. And uh, Ozoma took two to two touchdowns as well in his uh, in his 40 41 yards. So definitely found players, a couple of amazing players down the stretch. Uh, but in the end, uh, Jared Goff was just the cooler head when it mattered. He threw 252 yards himself. Uh, once again, no intercepts and no no fumbles or anything like that. So he has really come into his own the last few weeks. Uh, similar similar sort of numbers for the uh, receivers for the, for the Lions as well. But uh, a big win for them, especially given that someone had to lose the NFC East uh, Sunday night football match, which we'll get to shortly. And of course, Seattle lost on Thursday night. So Detroit are now well and truly in contention for their, uh, for, for a playoff berth. The Jets, that doesn't help them. They uh, certainly uh, needed needed that win. They are going to struggle now. They'll certainly be in contention until the end, but you've got a, a just a challenging draw. And, uh, and also, yeah, these losses have really mounted up the past few weeks. They do play on Thursday night against Jacksonville. Must win for them. Detroit actually go to Carolina. Now, Carolina are suddenly... Um, almost uh, the favourite to win the uh, the NFC South, so you wouldn't necessarily chalk it up for Detroit, but they'll look at that with some uh, some excitement for sure. Uh, the next game will go to Philadelphia at Chicago. This was an absolute uh, belter of a match, funnily enough. I actually thought Chicago did look like a bit of a sneaky upset hope on paper. They didn't win in the end. It was 25-20 to 20 in favour of Philly. However... Uh, the, the the Bears were absolutely in this game right up until the end. They certainly had a chance to uh, run the ball down the field right at the end and, and score. Uh, the story for them will be Justin Fields once again, who really, really, you know, considering after about week four, he was uh, just about um, on the outer. He has 
and hasn't played even played every match since then. He's missed a couple with different injuries. He was absolutely brilliant in this game, no doubt about it. Uh, he's hit a thousand uh, rushing yards for the season, which for a quarterback has only happened a couple of times in recent um, in recent memory. Uh, he had 95 of those today. Uh, to go with his 152 passing yards, through two, two touchdowns as well, and uh, just pulled out some just amazing plays. So there were a couple of fumbles, to be fair, but uh, otherwise you, you've got a lot of reason to be excited if you're a Bears fan. They've got a good draft hand as well. Just keep that in mind, because one thing they definitely need is attacking weapons. But to the victor go the spoils. Jalen Hurts, 315 yards passing today. He didn't throw a touchdown. He was intercepted twice, but spectacular running again, and he got good support as well. But most importantly, uh, AJ Brown, 181 yards, and Devonta Smith, 126. As your one and two wide receiver core, that's pretty damn impressive. They go to uh, Dallas next week for that return bout of their uh, Titanic NFC East battle the bears are actually playing buffalo so i think they're hosting but it is not a that's not an easy fixture at this time of year so uh yeah that, that, they'll be just trying to play for uh, promise and green shoots and things like that but yeah they are hosting buffalo next week Cincinnati at Tampa Bay. This match uh, started out like a vintage Tom Brady classic. 17-3 uh, at halftime in favour of the Bucks, but they basically stopped ground to a halt there. Their, their six points that got them to 23 was in absolute junk time right at the end. Uh, lots and lots of uh, defensive turnovers, actually, so offensive turnovers on, on Brady himself with a couple of fumbles. Uh, one of them was Leonard Fournette and then uh, an intercept as well thrown in there and a turnover on downs. Just really uh, frustrating stuff for the Bucks fans. The only reason they're not dead and buried yet is that they're in such a bad division and we'll get to that. The uh, the other teams are not playing in divisional lost. So it wasn't, um, it wasn't the disaster uh, for their aspirations that it might have otherwise been. But you've got to imagine... Uh, morale at Tampa Bay is just about shot. Uh, for the uh, for the Bengals, they'll be pretty happy with the way their defence fought back into the game. Uh, they uh, they certainly managed to um, uh, force enough pressure uh, in the second half to to help Joe Burrow steady the ship. He got great assistance from all the usual suspects on his side uh, with. Uh, P. Ryan and uh, those sorts of types, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Mitchell Wilcox, and Jamar Chase all catching touchdown passes. And uh, yeah, it was a, another a good day for the Bengals. They've got uh, they've got a clear lead now at the top of their division, which will be beneficial for them uh, heading into the uh, last two or three weeks. The uh, the fact that they have to now have the uh, the tiebreaker over the other teams will help as well. They go to New England next week. Tampa Bay go to Arizona, who look like they're down at least one, if not two, quarterbacks. They'll be desperately uh, hoping they can sort of steady their ship in that match. The last uh, last game we'll go to for this seg- segment was uh, Sunday night football. Uh, New York Giants at Washington. These two teams tied two weeks ago in New York. Uh, Washington have had a bye since then, so this was their very next game. Uh, this On this occasion, uh, the Giants won 20-12. to 12. Washington did have the the final possession, and uh, look, they were probably pretty unlucky not to get a touchdown. There was some fairly uh, fairly significant uh, questionable pass interference on that play right at the end, but in the end, uh, it wasn't called, which meant the ball went back to the Giants on downs, and they knelt out. Uh, it's a good win for them. They were probably the better team on the balance of play uh, throughout the 
day, uh, Washington certainly never really hit their stride. Uh, where this leaves both these teams, they've got uh, a lot of benefit from the results around them today, other than Detroit, Detroit winning. So they're certainly both um, remaining in playoff contention. Uh, the fact that uh, none of the stars on either side really got going, you can maybe make a case for Taylor Heineke's uh, 250 passing yards and Brian Robinson, 89 rushing yards. Jahan Dotson certainly played well with a with a touchdown, but really I wouldn't have thought either team would be thrilled with how they came out of it. And it's just Giants will be relieved with the victory. There's no doubt about that. Now, next week, the Giants, they go to Minnesota. That is going to be a bloody hard match for them. Uh, Washington also have a tough one. They go down on the road to San Francisco. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So we'll close out with some of the uh, matches that did not have the same degree of playoff implications, and then we'll get into the Saturday matches. So first things first, Atlanta at New Orleans. Now, uh, this ended up being won by the uh, Saints uh, 18 to 21. Uh, Atlanta certainly had their chances to win the match right at the end. In fact, uh, Desmond Ritter making his full debut. In fact, his debut full stop uh, after Marcus Mariota's knee injury slash poor form uh, meant that he was benched. Uh, Ritter made a few impressions today. He threw this pass uh, on the final drive to Drake London, who was pretty good today, but uh, London fumbled it and that unfortunately led to the ball going back to the Saints and uh, that was the end of that. But uh, the Ritter, Ritter hit 13 uh, completions, 97 passing yards and not spectacular stuff there. Uh, that's pretty consistent with how the rookie class have gone around the league this year, your Malik Willis's and those types. Uh, zero touchdowns as well, so he's yet to get on the board there. Main contributors uh, for Atlanta were Tyler Algier. For the Saints, uh, Andy Dalton was the uh, main quarterback there. He hit 151 passing yards, two touchdowns. Of course, I say main because they've got the gadget man, Taysom Hill. He got 80 t- uh, passing yards himself from just two th- two throws and two completions and a touchdown. So he was certainly uh, he was certainly there to contribute. Rashid Shahid, uh, a touchdown and 95 pa- uh, reception, receiving yards. Juwan Johnson, 67 receiving yards, two touchdowns. And Elvin Kamara, 91 rushing yards dominating for the Saints. Uh, they're both still in it by virtue of uh, Carolina and Tampa Bay losing. Atlanta go to Baltimore next week. New Orleans go to Cleveland. They will both 
be tough games. Uh, I mentioned uh, Carolina. Uh, they lost to Pittsburgh. It was in Carolina, 24-16. Uh, not much to say here. Mitch Trubisky was playing for Pittsburgh today. Uh, Sam Darnold for Carolina. Look, uh, the Panthers went in as favourites. They will be disappointed not to have won a game against a team that's basically eliminated. However, Carolina uh, were on death row plenty of times throughout the season, so maybe uh, maybe we know what their ceiling is as well. Uh, also, Trubisky didn't make any uh, any errors today for his uh, for his effort. He had 179 passing yards. Uh, all the touchdowns for the the, the Pan- uh, this, sorry for the Steelers were scored by running backs along the ground. Uh, for the Panthers, Darnold 225 passing yards and one touchdown thrown. DJ Moore was the receiver for that. And uh, yeah, not 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 a uh, not a huge running game for for the Panthers today. Now next week, I mentioned earlier, the Panthers, sorry, the Steelers will be playing on the uh, night game on Christmas Eve against Oakland. The Panthers host Detroit. The last one, uh, Arizona at Denver. Look, really not much to say here. Neither Russell Wilson nor Kyler Murray were playing. Wilson was concussed last week, and Tyler, sorry, Kyler Murray injured his knee on uh, Monday night football. So there wasn't much to get excited about Denver have been low scoring all year and Arizona have been frustrating it played out that way Denver ended up winning 24 to 15 um, for Arizona their their, uh, backup quarterback Colt McCoy was injured as well so he sat out a fair chunk of the game and uh, Trace McSorley came on so that sums up their uh, their day really Denver relied on Brett Ripien which was just enough Uh, they get through to their next week where they'll go to LA to face the Rams they if Wilson's back they may well fancy their chances in that match Arizona host Tampa Bay Bucks now that would be a chance to at least uh, put some smiles on some fans because uh, that'll be Tom Brady visiting the Super Bowl venue later in the year okay the three Saturday games so Indianapolis at Minnesota this was an absolutely spectacular match the Colts lost 39 to 36 after leading 33 nil. Yes, you heard that correct. They led 33 to zero at halftime. Even would you believe? Unfortunately, that means their quarterback Matt Ryan has the distinction of not only losing this match, the biggest comeback of all time, but also the biggest Super Bowl comeback when he was Atlanta's quarterback against New England and the Falcons led 28 to three. So it's a bit of a uh, daunting uh, experience for him. Kirk Cousins threw 460. Passing yards, four touchdowns. There were two picks in there, which explains the fast start for the Colts. KJ Osborne, the Vikings' leading receiver, was 157 yards, but Justin Jefferson certainly played his role with 123. And Delvin Cook had 95 along the ground and 95 in the air. Minnesota, they clinched the NFC North, and uh, they host the Giants next week. Indianapolis host the Chargers on Monday night football. Baltimore at Cleveland. This was won by Cleveland, 13-3. to Exactly the sort of game Cleveland have been probably at their best in all season. Very good at, at these home matches, especially against the divisional opponents. Remember, they're the only team to beat Cincinnati any time lately as well. Baltimore without Lamar Jackson. Uh, Huntley, uh, their, Tyler Huntley, their backup quarterback, who's been reasonably good. He wasn't... Uh, able to maintain that level of quarterback play in this unfavorable conditions from Saturday. So, yeah, look, they just never really got going. For Cleveland, Deshaun Watson slowly getting to the level they'd expect and need of him for the money they're going to be paying him. He didn't make any errors. He got his first passing touchdown, and there was a dashing run for a first down under pressure as well. Uh, Nick Chubb, 99 rushing yards as well. Shouldn't uh, be ignored. He's having a phenomenal season. Baltimore host Atlanta. 
Cleveland host New Orleans next week. The last game, the big match of the night, Buffalo uh, hosting Miami to 29 Miami, Buffalo 32 winning the match. They outdueled the Dolphins on a tense night in frigid conditions. Uh, look, the anticipated snow fell before the match, but not during the match until about maybe late in the third, the, the fourth quarter. So it didn't affect uh, the match. It was a proper game. Uh, very big shout out needed for the Bills' uh, ground staff who certainly managed to clear all the snow in uh, the pre-match. But uh, on the field, Josh Allen and Tua Tungalvailoa both uh, improved on their recent weeks. For Allen, 304 passing yards, four touchdowns, and uh, a slight, uh, slightly disappointing two fumbles for him. Tua had 234 passing yards, two touchdowns, and a fumble himself. Uh, there were 136 rushing yards for Raheem Mustert and uh, 114 receiving yards for Jalen Waddle, including some spectacular players. And Tyreek Hill got another touchdown as well. This was actually a really entertaining game, uh, but uh, ultimately it's basically sealed the division for Buffalo. Miami are still absolutely in wildcard uh, pursuit, but they will definitely need to win next week against Green Bay. Uh, they cannot afford to lose that game. Buffalo will go to Chicago, so both teams playing against the NFC North. All right, that's the end of proceedings for this week. We'll try and get a uh, little bit of a playoff preview show with a guest either this week or next, and uh, with most of the games being played on Christmas Eve in the US, if you're in a... Uh, a Asia Pacific type time slot. Keep an eye out for this next episode on the night of Christmas Day. So the night of the 25th, we should be able to get one out for you there. And then hopefully another show to cap up, to cap off the rest of the games. Once again, a little plug for Sports Social. Get along and have a listen to them and we'll catch you next week. Sports Social Podcast Network.